have Lincoln. I overslept. Damn rooster didn't crow. It's time for Early Break. Sponsored by Midwest Bank. Live from Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. I'm wrong, but I'm not. Husker Online, Steve Sipple. If I were a feral cat. And longtime college football assistant coach, Bill Bush. You get one team. Mine's the Houston Oilers. I'm, so, not, I'm not the Texans, and I'm not the Titans, so, so I'm out. This is Early Break. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple out in Hawaii. Jake Sorensen, Bill Bush with you. Hour 2 on Early Break, sponsored by our friends at Midwest Bank. Member FDIC. Location in Lincoln at 27th and Jamie Lane. New location coming to 70th and Pioneers at the end of February. Bill, and what do we have today for Steve Schindler? Well, Steve has a big day planned. Obviously, they've been very swamped with... uh, $500,000 $500,000 five-year uh, no-interest loan. Uh, so people have been very excited about that, and they're just making people money. And and just like I said, it's been very good because people have been making a ton of money uh, uh, through Mid Plains Advisors and then sending that up to Absolutely. the bank and then through the tax-free app. It's been really a smooth-flowing operation. It's a great system here. It's a great system like that. But today, to celebrate the Huskers and Hoops, it's Phi Slamma Jamma. Phi Slamma Jamma? Remember Phi Slamma Jamma? I, I, I do. From, from Houston, yes. that was that was Fice, that was Clyde uh, Drexler and those guys. So it's Fi Slamma Jamma, Schindler and the whole crew in the bank are making homemade jam, making oh, homemade right? jam okay. and canning homemade jam right there in mm. the bank. And then with that, he's got twelve bread makers set up around around the entire lobby. So fresh bread is wow. being made, and so they'll have that and they'll have toasters there. So when you walk in. <laughs> To do your banking, it's going to smell like a bakery, and you're oh. going to have. And they brought in all the strawberries and blueberries and everything. It's Every- all local. Everything is from the Knox County and surrounding areas. Uh, have all brought in. Uh, the it's all been brought in local, and so they're making their own jam today. And then they have the the the. I think it's twelve to fourteen bread makers set up. Twelve to fourteen with all different kinds of bread. So when you come in right away, they'll Steve will slice it for you. Wow. And and they'll have the homemade jam. And and also, if you get a loan today, you get to take jam home with you. Well, you yeah. should do that. Then. Totally why, why would you not do a so loan? They, then? Just imagine the smell when you walk into that place. I just, I, I can't. I, so they're going to have, they're going to have homemade bread being made in a bread maker, <laughs> and then they're they're making their own jam, and also canning their own jam, uh, which I remember. I remember that that was always fun. My grandma used to do that. Remember, like a wax on top of. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Yep. The, the, yes, I remember the wax. The for wax sure. yes. on top of yeah. it. Yeah. So yep. anyway, so that's my favorite. Raspberry's my favorite. Raspberry jam. Raspberry. You can, you jam. can have that today in Creighton. And you have it today in Creighton. Yes. And so they have they have four different kinds of jam and and one marmalade. Mar- that they're they're also doing <laughs> okay. a marmalade okay. also with All that. Right. Which, and then right. with so they have one marmalade and and uh, four jams and then again fresh bread being being made in twelve and and the bread makers are set up all around the entire lobby so it just the smell just kind of you know encompasses you when you come in i imagine the entire town of creighton would just smell good this this, this would leak out of the it, bank this will to leak the town, out right it, it will leak out yes it, leak. It, it will it'll be a, be a great leak so steve's running that today so a lot going on tam helps Tamara helps with everything obviously yeah. an organization there'll be coffee also oh, coffee course, there yeah. coffee. Like what i really like about their coffee is they have option is that so you know what they have to put in it they have half and half okay in real sugar that's it. That's it. 
There is no, hey, do you have any Splenda? Do you have any this? Do you have any? No. How about, you know, how about an ice mocha? No. We have coffee. We have half and half. And we have real sugar. That's, that's what we have. That's what goes in our coffee. And that's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's why you do it in Creighton. It's proper. So anyway, hope you guys get a chance to stop by and see Steve. Uh, he, you should. He's uh, very excited about it. Bread maker and jam at, at, Steve, at Midwest Pie, Bank. Pie, slamma, jamma. Jamma. In yes. Creighton. In Creighton. Bank. Yes. I might make my way up there. To that support the Huskers in hoops tonight. <laughs> that's right. Yes. yes. At 6 p.m. You can watch yes. hoops, but you can also prepare for that by going at some point today yeah. and to again, go back in those talk about better times by slam and jamma yeah that was better times you get you get a loan up there you get yeah. free jam to take home yeah free jam to take that, home this is a no-brainer yeah. here no-brainer thank you to steve schindler and midwest bank for being our sponsor of hour two we teased it we got to get the sounder this is it twice this is in it. one day breaking news lock in this is Technically from yesterday, but we'll call it breaking news for us today because it, it involves It was the it was um, probably the most excited that I've that I've been in the last forty years. It, that's that's significant. It's significant, wow. yes. This this involves uh, a member of the three legged stool that's not here today. The missing leg. The missing leg. Uh Steve Sipple. Steve. Stephen M. Sipple. Yes. He usually sits right there in right between there. us here. Uh, is, I wish he was here for this, but I'm glad he's not because he'd be like, "Stop, stop, like, stop, stop!" Can we Break move the on, news, please. Break this, the this news. This is from the uh, this is from the National Sports Media Association. They go state by state to award the winners of the sports casters and sports writers, sports writers of the year. We have a, a tie for Nebraska Sports Writer of the Year, according to the again the National Sports Media Association. National. Steve Sipple. Steve Sipple's the winner of Husker He's a tie, no, with, with which we talked, which we mentioned real quick, is that tied with Tom Chattel, who's also incredible, uh, incredible human and incredible writer, but our very own from ninety three seven the ticket. So he's also a he's also the top radio personality in the state. That's right, and he's also the top sports writer in the state. Why can't he, he do does it? he does both? He does both, and it, 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 that's an incredible honor. It's an incredible honor to have that award. It really is. So uh, we're ha- we're thrilled for Sip again with with on three Husker Online. Sean let Callahan him know. is thrilled too. Yeah, please. If you have his number, you have it. Text from him. our station. And he gave it up willingly on the air in December. Please text him. A congratulations. Tweet him if you yeah. don't have his number. Congratulate him. Let him whatever, know what whatever Sean is paying him at on three. It's not enough. Double it. And this needs to be he pay Sip, pay him because I mean he is the he's national. Nebraska Sports Writer of the Year with with, with with Tom Chattel. Tom Chattel, the World Herald. It, it's like it, it's the same thing when when you are when you win. You don't say you tied it. You say you won. Chattel gets to say that he won it, and, 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 we and he's that. an awesome person, an unbelievable writer. But it's like when you go to Michigan, they don't say that we shared the title in '97. It's a '97 national championship, and Nebraska says the same thing about '97. So the tie doesn't doesn't come down, you know, with that. Uh, and so this is this is amazing uh, that uh, we're, we're we're with the the, the best we have, we have an award writer here a, award winner also the, also talk about uh, Jake the sportscaster yes we want to make sure that we honor again yes. we, we love doing the show we, we hope that you guys enjoyed this show and, and you keep listening but we also want to honor those guys who have done better or yes, done great done done much better than us how yes. about a, a shout out to Jason. Jorgensen, Jason Jorgensen, yeah, was with KRVN in Lexington. It has like you know fifty thousand watts. They're everywhere. They're Massive everywhere. Station, yes. Um, he he's a broadcaster for UNK athletics for a variety of sports for UNK. He, uh, according to the National Sports Media Association, is the Nebraska 
Sportscaster of the Year. What an honor for him! And 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 like I said, to, to like I said they they had incredible coverage, and then to be able to do UNK, which means a lot to me because I was I was a Carney State Loper, went to graduate school there and coached there, so a big fan of that whole area. But he does. I, I've heard I, I've heard him before. And he does nothing but incredible work. So congratulations. There's no tie there either. No, that he was he was the yeah. landslide winner. He's the man in that. So great job by him. Again, uh, Jason Jorgensen, KRVN, the UNK voice of UNK, the Nebraska Sportscaster of the Year, and our very own Steve Sipple with Tom Chattel, Nebraska Sports Writer of the Year per per the National Sports Media Association. Please send your texts, your tweets. Congratulate Sip. He's in yeah, Hawaii. Yeah. It's it's like a it's like a victory trip I mean, for him. It it's is. like he knew already or something. I want you to think about that. Top radio personality in the state, top sports writer in the state. That's pretty incredible. He's got from, it going from, on. from from Columbus High School. From Columbus High School and right here in the middle of the state, comes down to Lincoln, builds a career, incredible person. Thank someone, you, Steve Sipple. Someone says, yeah, but can he throw it over 35 yards to the football? <laughs> well, that's the question that we seem to be getting dodged on a little bit, and we'd like to know that. Uh, yes. I love that. Um also, I want I want to give uh, a shout. out. Speaking of awards, too, I saw this from the same organization. This this, this has a ticket tie to it. Okay. Okay. Back in so I've been with the ticket since tw- day one, 2011. We had a, a guy at, that was with us named John Thayer. Okay? okay. He was with the ticket as a sales guy. Was a Doan University graduate uh, in broadcasting. Doan Tigers. Yeah, has made his way from you know Lincoln to Scotts Bluff to oh, sorry not to Shattering, yeah. excuse me, up to to Yankton. Uh, he got the South Dakota Sportscaster of the Year because he's the voice of USD football and and does basketball also. So John Thayer, a former 93.7 The Ticket employee, the South Dakota Sportscaster of the Year. You're looking at the platform for greatness. Amazing. 93.7 The Ticket gets gets people in a position uh, to to be able to, to win awards, for success, and win awards like that. Because yeah, you, you have to say that. I mean, obviously, it's helped. Uh, sip with his writing notoriety from being on the show. It has. People people read more of his stuff because of what, of what he has from the show, and he's got great intel on everything that's going on. He's a Husker insider, but yet he's also a detailed journalist, uh, and so it's incredible job by by Sip. Yes, and uh, you know we thank you for helping him out with some yeah. stories once in a while, some some tips. Yes, I try to do his, any of his speeches and stories. Yes, <laughs> for him, Bill is very helpful in terms of that. So um, again, congrats to Sip and and Jason Jorgensen and also Tom Chattel. And, and Tom, thank you very much. Appreciate uh, the work that you've done for the World Herald and appreciate your friendship. Could you? Is there any? Is, will there be a trophy or a plaque? I, I hope it has so. To be, right? I don't. I would assume there's a plaque. I'm, I'm going to say plaque, not trophy. If someone's out there, could, is there any way we get that sent? Could, 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 is there is there an award show? I want to know that, if, there, if there is there an awards banquet for this. That I I need to get more. We'll dig into that more. If, there's, uh, yeah, if there is an awards there. banquet, we'll obviously we'll be at it. But I'd also like to know we'd like to have the because Sip won't bring the trophy or the plaque no. in. We'd like to have it sent directly to the ticket. Yes, please. If, so you, if have, you're out there, if this gets, a, if you can hear this at yeah. the National Sports Media, we'd like to be sent to 1040 O Street, Lincoln, yes. Nebraska, we'd Suite like to, 100. Yes, have a presentation. We need to have it here. It's got to be here. Thank so you. congrats again to Sip. Someone says Sip, the big horse of the big writing. Horse. The yes. big horse. Loose horse. Loose horse of writing. Loose horse. The big horse of writing. Thank you. Said that. Uh, that, that is from I don't. That's unnamed. That's from Dean. Dean in Iowa says that. Iowa. Dean in Iowa. Nice. Way to go, Sip. Congratulations. That's from Rod. Uh, who in Columbus again? Bert. Bert says, Stephen Sipple, pride of Columbus. He is the pride of Columbus. He's the he's the most well-known person from Columbus. 
this, this is a good one. Joel in Wisconsin says, okay. Sip has great intel. He should have added, though, quote, except for the speed option take. Except for the speed option take. <laughs> Can't run a speed option. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, I don't talked about God, uh, what a, an award winner that was, and that is voted on by his peers. It is so it's, that that's that's the ultimate award. It really is. So we're we're thrilled for for Sip, happy yeah. for him, and uh, we we he certainly deserves that award. And we will make sure when he gets here on Monday, we don't forget to congratulate him in person. There will be a presentation. Yes, there will gonna, be. We'll have our, if, if we don't yes. get the award, we'll make our own award and give it yes. to him. We'll, we'll give him a plaque that we made ourselves. We'll make a plaque. Yes, it might, we will. It might mean more if we made the plaque might. for him, saying we're honoring you with this plaque from this organization here. Very good. Thank so, you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, 464-5685, call or text as always. I, I want to hit this briefly. CBS Sports Bill attempted to grade the first year of college football coaches from this past season. They gave Matt Rule a B-. minus. Uh, Jeff Brom at Louisville got an A. A couple other guys got A's in the group of five. My question for you, though, is a, is a longtime successful coach in the industry is, how long do you actually need to get, make a proper assessment of a head coach? One year is obviously insane to do that. Yeah, but. This is where the the 180 with myself and, and the award-winning Steve Sipple. Well, for now, we'll start with that. Always. The award-winning <laughs> <just>. Steve Sipple. <laughs> Is that Sipple loves grades? I yeah. hate grades. I, I, I know I, you do. I am anti grades, probably because I was always so poor at grades overall in my life. But I do not like that what it is. Because take a look. Okay, you just kind of know they did good or they didn't. They did yeah. okay or they didn't do very good. I don't. The whole well, he gets a B minus or he gets a C plus, and I get it. You have to have something it's to read. It's fine, but it doesn't intrigue me at all. I mean, I saw where uh, just take example. Luke Fickle got a C. He did. It's like it's like. You know, they they in the end of the season they beat Nebraska, they beat their rival in Minnesota, they won the Axe, and then they they led a, a SEC team through most of the game. Yep. I think I beat 34-31. Uh, you know, because my point is that all he got a C probably because of that the media thought that they should have been better during the year, and so he got a C because of that. But they had no idea actually what his roster looked like. They didn't know. Because when you watched Wisconsin on film, or, or you watched him play, when did you watch him and just say, "How do we match up with those guys?" They were they were they were extremely well coached. They were, and so the the coaching part came through. I didn't see a lot of players walking around on that team. That that was not even remotely close to the team that they brought to Nebraska the, the year before. It wasn't even close, especially defensively, uh, with what they had, and so. They just they they're like yep Wisconsin's gonna be gonna be really good probably challenge probably win the West so they don't win the West then he gets a C that makes no sense to me and so I I either way so whatever it is I don't put any any bearing on to any of those things with with what's going on I mean if, you, if you, when you take something over you have no idea the situation at, at the same time regardless of grades or not again in, in terms of just a an AD a fan base when it's you know assessing a coach in general though you know. Is is there a standard amount of years that somebody should get? Any how how do you know off the bat if it's just a disaster? For example, Nathaniel Hackett, go NFL. Nathaniel Hackett with the Broncos is one year and done. You know he he gets he's hired last year yeah. and got fired after one season. Some think that was maybe quick. Some said no. He proved he's not the guy there. Is is there a, a rule you uh, you know you live by in terms of what's fair to a head coach? Well, especially in college football, you have to have a chance to be able to recruit. Yep. Do all the things you have to have. I think you're. It used to always be five years. It's really not so much true, especially with the portal now. 
you can tell where a team's trending pretty well after three years. You really kind of have a pretty good idea where they're trending to with, with the direction that they're going. But it's also remarkable how the bottom can fall out so fast in different places. You just look and it's like, like, like I said, like Florida State was 13-0, and thinking they're going to the playoffs. And then the last six or seven weeks have just been yep. horrific. <laughs> have been. Just been horrific for them with the players that departed transferred declared for the draft uh losing by 60 in a bowl game all those things basically they didn't they didn't play in the bowl game so all the things how fast they can they can they can change or trend uh so you want to give a, 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 a but you will know sooner you will know sooner basically how things are trending i'd also say if you want to talk about a place that right now that i look at as being like that place is incredible uh right now i'd say university of arizona they, they they lose their coach, who was well-liked. Jed Fish. They bring in a coach, which I think is, I think because of that, is, is I think that Brennan is outstanding. I'm the only person who's probably watched nine San Jose State games. Last. Probably, probably I said so. It, I said it every week that I watched San Jose State. Did. Really liked him. Shocked they lost the bowl game. But my point is, uh, is that right now, they, they through the team meeting and everything else through Arizona, all the great players they have, no one's leaving. The statement's been like, we're not going anywhere. Arizona's going to stay Arizona. And we're going to be a really good team. We'll embrace the new coach. Uh, they also had a lot of comments about how Coach Fish came in and talked to him. Had a kind of a brief but very serious and heartfelt goodbye. And the, the players were like, "Now we're good with it. You know, it, it wasn't like a long yeah. defending. They came in and said what he had to say. They're very, but the, just right now, the first thing isn't, isn't like, this is jacked up. What can I? How much money can I make at Washington? They're like, no, we're good. We're staying right here. Now that could always change because their portal is back open for them. It is because their coach left, so they have time to be able to leave. And also, and also, when you talk about people leaving, though, you only want to talk about those who played. Sometimes you look someplace and you go, "Man, you know, Alabama lost twelve guys to the portal." Then you're like, "Did any of them play?" No. You know, no. They, 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 <laughs> no. did they lose any players to the portal nope. that were really good players? That's who you want to look at. But Arizona has impressed me incredibly in the last 24 hours with what they're doing I, I like brendan's a great coach going from san jose state to arizona so we'll see if it if it goes like it did for jed fish but jed yeah. fish turned that place around though he it made he arizona did. respectable right now yeah. and they're like i said i i think they're they're walking into it i think they're ranked 10th preseason and brendan knows what he's doing and and so he's been also he's been in arizona before I, yeah, I was surprised before we get to Brett. I was surprised. Speaking of an Arizona player, Jaden Delora, I mentioned his. He was oh. the quarterback. They got replaced by Fafita, Texas State. I'm a little bit surprised by that being the place. Well, he there's goes a lot to. that when the musical chairs start going, and sometimes it's like I always say, there's, the chairs are full. Sometimes that's what happens at at certain places where the chairs are full. I've always impressed. But if if you want to go play someplace, go play, go get on the field. Uh, Texas State, had, they're they're really good. I mean, they the, the quarterback they brought in uh, was uh, I'm drawing a complete blank right now. He's with us at uh, LSU as a freshman. Uh, start uh, 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 TJ, I can't, make, I can't think of his name. I'm drawing a blank right now. But anyway, uh, he came there from Auburn. Did really well this year. Beat they upset Baylor like in the first game of the season. I think it was or first two games. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, so him going there, I think, is a great move. Get on the field, go play. Do that, and so, uh, and I'd be shocked if he doesn't do very well for him. I think Texas State hit a home run, but sometimes you start looking around, it's like, well, where are they going to go? Well, a lot of places, like, yeah, we don't. There's no room at the end. We don't. We don't we're not taking anybody here. So it's a little shocking uh, sometimes. But uh, again, he didn't play all year, no, and so that's a little bit hard. But I think, I think, I think it's a great job. Just like I also think 
that you have to go so deep into. I, I, that you, I bet you're going to go through and see great success. And you're going to be like, well, who's that guy playing for them? Uh, he was a Division II player. He was a, a he was a uh, an FCS player. The people that go through and find the Ivy League player, whatever it is like that, it's generally not the ones the portal. I get real excited about the ones that are coming from uh, a certain school. I go, oh man, that is a top five program. And now we're getting someone from there. Generally, when you're getting someone from a top program, uh, that the top programs don't let those guys get out if they're a top player. Mm. They just don't let them. Just do just do the research. Just start studying it, and you'll see it's not like a bunch of those guys move. Or it's or if they are. They're going from a top five to a top five. So, like, you know, if a receiver, you know, the receiver left Georgia, had an okay career at Alabama, but he went from Georgia to Alabama <laughs> type of deal. It's like, but if all of a sudden, that I've just seen that so many times. They're like, hey, so and so, you know, you're you're at, you're at Utah, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, here that uh, guy from USC wants to transfer here. Most likely, maybe not what you want mm, in a player. Interesting, but boy, there's a lot of guys that played a lot of football. Be, give you an example. At Nebraska Wesley and Sean Bowens from uh, from uh, Lincoln Northeast played for us there. I think he played seven years in the NFL. Played at Nebraska Wesley. How about that? Seven I had no years. Idea. In, seven years in the seven NFL. Seven years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roggy from um, uh, uh, I believe it was from Hardington, if I'm correct, uh, or Crofton. You know the Roggy name up there? It's right up there. I'm drawing a blank on that. Anyway, Possibly, he played for yeah. us at New Mexico State. Then played six years in the NFL. So my point is that there's players everywhere. So think about it. Nebraska Wesleyan had a NFL offensive lineman. So imagine if you're in the portal era and all of a sudden you can find this guy uh, that, that is able to go play. So there's players everywhere. So now that's where the real work is. Who are those players that are walking around at Division Two, Division Three, NAIA schools that have the ability? Because I can, you, you can list them. Just go, just go through the NFL history and you're like, how did that guy make it in the NFL? He played Division II football. He played this. He played that. And they're out there. So those that that's where the real the real genius work will come up in the portal will be who do you find from places that you don't think is is uh is 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 a, is a natural. Austin said it was it TJ Finley you're looking for? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, TJ Finley. Yes, I just dropped and a great young man. Yeah, just absolutely love TJ. And I said he had an unbelievable had an unbelievable season this year at uh, at Texas State. So, God love him. Roggy, apparently from Bloomfield, by the way. Bloomfield, up, up, there you up, go. Up in the Croft right there. Yeah, there yeah, right there. I, I can't believe I drew a blank on that. But You're close. Yeah, that's yeah. that's very, very similar. And area. so, it was a great player. And then he played for the Cardinals. So, my point is that these these guys are, you know, we took uh, Kenton Keith to uh, New Mexico State from Omaha. Like that. You know, we ended up playing in the, in the CFL, then played for, then made the active roster for the Colts. And so, just Good think stories. about that. I mean, we had players all over the place. At We had several players at New Mexico State that would have been... It would have never finished at New Mexico State probably in NIL time because there was there was a very very good player and those are everywhere and so guarantee you there's there's players that can play a lot of places. The quarterback for Carney State could have played up last year if he had departed at that, that he'd easily been a starter at a really good FCS or or several FBS schools probably maybe not not maybe not Power Five but he would have played at a, at a lot of places. There we go. When we come back, Bills thrills on early break on the ticket. 